Hello, and welcome back to From the Heart Catholic Podcast, the official podcast for the Diocese of Salina. This is Jeff Andrews, Bill Mayer, Father Jared Conradi, and we are the Three Bald Guys. This show is all about evangelization, education, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Three Bald Guys. This is episode 10 of season three. Father Jarrett, could you please lead us in prayer? Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolations. Through Christ our Lord, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Guys, man, 2024. It's not really, is it? It can't be. No. It can't be. It can't be. It's not. I just started writing 23 consistently on all my checks and and things. So now i got to go to like 24. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who writes checks? Well, what every are once in a while, I write a check. I don't know. Bill Mayer, the ninety-five-year-old <laughs> bald guy in our group. So, yeah, I, I write maybe a check a year. No, a check a quarter. I have to turn in for some dues to a. I'm probably club. two or three a quarter. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe a d- ten a year. That's probably the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, man. Yeah. yeah. But I. It, 2023 doesn't even feel like a year. Basically, everything after 20 and 21, like the pandemic, like I just feel like we're just moving. Yeah, part of it too, think about this, we're flowing through like a century. So we're growing up, we're learning about the 20s, the 30s, like now we're where our kids are thinking it's just the 20s, the 30s. Yeah. They're not thinking about the 20s like 1920, like we think of. Yeah. They're thinking of like now, now. you yeah. know. Which is kind of bizarre and crazy. That's what that's what hits me is just how many how many kid well all of the kids and <laughs> this has been for a while now, all of the kids in the school have yeah didn't see the millennium you know and that kind of thing and I hear things about the eighties and the nineties and just realize how far away that's getting or has been like when we grew up when I grew up. These kids don't even know who Carson Daly is in TRL. <laughs> right. That's like fun. no idea, man. <laughs> that's the measure that you use. They don't Carson know what Daily real music videos are. That's what someone said. Like they don't know that MTV used to actually have you know music videos on yeah. it. Dude, I don't even know what channel MTV is at my I house. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't even know if I have it. I'm sure you do. And I used to watch a lot of Real World and Road Rules back in the day, but I, yeah. I don't even know what channel it is now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not making fun of you, man. I could tell you when. NSYNC was number one, or Limp Biscuit or Corn was number one. I watched a lot of MTV. Nice. Yeah, here's nice. to 2024. 2024. What are you What are you predicting for this year? Chaos and a disaster. <laughs> I just feel like that's every year from something. this point on. There's got to be something. Yeah, yeah. I predict a 49er Super Bowl victory in in a few weeks. Are you a fan? I'm, no, I just think they're a good team. Okay. I'm a fan of football, but like, yeah, I just think they can. They got. I mean. Christian McCaffrey, like, is a stud. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They've got a really good, solid team. It's not just Christian McCaffrey, but, mm. yeah. What's your prediction for the Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, we're not betting here, Yeah, though. so I don't even have enough, probably enough knowledge. I do think the Eagles are still pretty solid, right? Uh, uh, I mean, they've lost a few games here recently, but they're still probably 10-4. Uh, and four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the NFC, I mean, you're looking at the 49ers, the Eagles, the Cowboys. 
It's which, a pretty yeah, solid team. The Cowboys got handled by the Bills, which was cool to see the AFC. Uh, yeah, so then AFC, you're looking Bills, Chiefs, but that's Dolphins. Also bad for us too, as if the what Bill, a great the, team name, the Bills. Bills. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> you would think I would be a fan of the Bills. Are you not a fan a of the Bills? Uh, I think when they went 0 for 4, like four straight years, that's when I was not much of a fan anymore. I'll tell you what. But they have the Buffalo, too, so I really should be a Buffalo Bills fan. You should. Yeah, why you, not? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm tired of the Chiefs a little bit, so. Oh, happy. Tired of, like, their, their whining and stuff I, like I'm that? I'm tired of their whining. I'm tired of... of some of that stuff, yeah. A little like entitlement. Day, yeah, the other day. I'm tired of drop passes, well, Kadarius yeah. Tony. The other day <laughs> when, uh, you know, there's a thousand plays they could have made differently in a game, and, and they throw hissy fits about one call and one play. I, I don't know. Just... Watch the timing of this come out, and Kadarius Tony has 200 yards receiving and caught every pass. <laughs> <laughs> what was Jeff talking about? Yeah. <laughs> games ago. No. Nah, we'll we'll, give, you, his, we'll give you Jeff's address so you can come visit him and talk about your catching. Yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> nice. All right. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, topic one, giver or robber of energy? Hope you guys had some time to think about this. What's robbing you or giving you energy? I'm going to go first because it's on my mind. Yeah. Gives and me a little same, stress. And it's the same thing I was going to mention, which is fine. I'll is talk it really? About it. I'll, well, I mean, I'll talk about it in my context or whatever. But Mine is school budgets. It's just that time where we got to start looking at our... 24, 25 school budget, and there's no money to be had in hardly any schools. You know, we rely on um, our parishioners. We rely on other donors. Uh, we get a little bit of funding for special education, but not not like it allows the operations of the school. I mean, it has to be used on certain things. And then we rely on student fees or tuition, which don't come close to even covering the cost of education. So to put this in perspective, on average in our diocese, like it costs anywhere between about $6,000 for an elementary cost of attendance and a high school is anywhere between 10.5 to 11.5. So if you got a K through 12 like Father Jarrett does, maybe that having the elementary brings it down a little bit. But none of our tuition even covers that cost to educate. So we're out here trying to, you know, get support from the parish and from others and it's it's hard. It's really hard. So especially when I saw a report the other day that said average state um uh, Cost per pupil for the state of Kansas this last school year was over seventeen thousand dollars in public schools, with some schools having being at like twenty four, twenty five thousand dollars per pupil. So that's just not, and you can find that on Kansas Open Gov. I mean, it's out there. So what we do for far less, it's just man, tough to make it all count. So if anybody's listening out there has fifty billion dollars and wants to give one of those <laughs> to our schools, we'd gladly take it. So all right. Uh Father Jarrett, what's giving you or robbing you energy? Well I mean I was gonna go on that, but it's almost like double negative. Uh, Sorry. And I'm usually the giver of energy. Hammer it. Yeah, me too. Uh and so I am gonna go giver and it's kind of depending on when when this is uh airing as to whether this has happened or not, but just the the continued, uh, I guess, momentum of some of the traction that we got from some of the videos that, that we did with our I Give Catholic promotion, and then also what kind of added to that were actually uh, the bishop's commitment to the pilgrimage on January 6th. Uh, and so that's kind of, it's exciting. I mean, we had EWTN cover it, the National, National Catholic Register, um, 
and was it Catholic News Agency? Catholic News Agency. So getting some national traction on that, which is kind of exciting. I mean, I mean it's now fun three for the bald dice. three bald guys have covered it. <laughs> That's right. So. Wow, that is big time. It's award winning. That's really award big winning. Time. <laughs> and what's going to come in twenty twenty four for us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So I'm going to go with that. I'm. Uh, yeah, excited in that re- in that capacity. Even though we are also wrestling with uh, tuition and having to maybe jump that up a little bit. So, yep. Same everywhere. Yeah. So, but yeah. like, I mean, we were just talking about Home Alone not long ago. For those of you, I mean, the Christmas movie Home Alone, Kevin McAllister, when he went to the grocery store, what did he spend? He bought a few items, and it was probably what. Anybody know the exact cost of what Kevin uh, McAllister I bought? I should know that. I don't. I remember. mean, I just know, I saw somewhere that if he were to try to buy that same stuff at a grocery store today, it's like five times the cost. So think about that. Like the cost of education in our schools though, hasn't jumped up like the cost of everything else. And we're just not making things. I mean, are you going to Google Kevin McAllister grocery <laughs> store right now? That's, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I will say of all the secular Christmas movies, home alone is at the top of the list. He goes to church at the end, right? Uh, I mean, he's, Bill, you've never seen it? I, not that I can recall. Oh. Doesn't he run in there to get away? No, he did But uh, then he meets the old man who's praying in the church. And yeah, he's running what? away from the guys or whatever. Or from, the, what, from the wet bandits? Scene or whatever. The wet... <laughs> yep. Marv. The wet bandits. So, All right, are you still trying to find how I much? I was trying okay, to, it's okay. but yeah. it's gone. Bill, it's gone. what's giving you energy, and let's give Father Jared uh, more time to find I'm, I'm going to say definitely giver of energy. Uh, I serve on a number of charitable boards and, and organizations, and the end of the year is always kind of cool because people just walk in sometimes with just checks that you didn't expect, you didn't know was coming, you've never even seen them as part of that organization or anything. And uh, it's just really a, a neat uh, thing to see people with their generosity at the end of the year and just around Christmas time and for whatever reason. Uh, it seems like sometimes schools have people come in and uh, just pay off lunch balances and stuff. Well, that's, that's what I thought. So like, uh, so our schools have some people there longer than like teachers are there. And I was like, you know, how come they're coming in for a few hours? And the principals are like, Jeff, people do come in around Christmas time. You need someone there that, you know, that they can talk to because they maybe want to give something at Christmas time to... Yeah. So, I, I mean, I just, I know a number of them that have been given just in the last week uh, on some places that, again, it's it's really cool. You don't know how you're going to make the budget work, and boom, all of a sudden out of nowhere, the Lord provides. So, That's right. There's a budget. There's a line item, God's providence. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Uh, it was $19.83. Uh, is what it costs. What, 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 what is it now? 72 something. So that's what t- that's what today's uh, equivalent would be. He wouldn't even groceries. survive on his own if he got left at home alone. What is that, like almost four times as much? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah that's uh, crazy. That is crazy. All right. Uh, let's move on to our billion-dollar question. It's time for the billion-dollar question. All right, a uh, little bit different today. We're going to, uh, as part of our New Year's resolution, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Uh, but Matea does this cool thing with the Chancery where uh, we get a randomized selection of our saint and our word for the uh, for the year. And so live on air, but recorded and put produced <laughs> later, uh, <laughs> we, we're going to find out what our saint and what our word of the year is. And so... Uh, I guess unless I don't like mine, then I'll click the thing again. And, if, back to my and if you want to play at home, I'll put the link in the description. But it's just saintsnamegenerator.com for the saint one, and then I'll tell you about it. <laughs> <the. laughs> 
So I'll just pass you the phone and you can click find a saint for me. All right, so I'm going first here, find a saint for me. Now how long does it take? Does it click through? No, for yeah, a while? Saint Damien feast is September 26th, which Ooh. is the day before my son's birthday. Patronage against blindness, uh, hernias. Ooh, <laughs> there's a prediction for your 2024. Is this D-A-M-I- Bar- Barbers. Really? Which someone asked me the other day. I was in a wedding. They said, you cut your own hair? And I said, yeah. They go, but you go to a barber for your beard, right? And I was like, no, I do that myself. They're like, you fade it and can do that? And I was like, oh, man. Wait, Sweet. you fade? Well, I mean, I like go like a you little have a bit, special like, trimmer that little, you yeah. light around the sides up, up high and stuff? <laughs> I mean, every few days, not daily. But Interesting. I mean, it, does, it is sharp. It's a sharp beard. I mean, I just, what's your thing? D-A-M-I-A-N? I believe so. Okay, so that's like yeah. Father Damien's. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Yeah, so I was yours, is, yours is in the Eucharistic prayer. That's kind of cool, too. Sweet. Okay. Cosmos and Damien. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. I'm going to click mine here real quick. Uh, oh, boy, I don't even know how to pronounce this oh, one. Oh, then you got to click again. Do I? I, th- I think that's the rule if you can't <laughs> say it? it. Yeah, but Bill can't pronounce half of the names. Maybe that's, maybe that's okay, yeah. maybe Lute Jerdis. Oh, my goodness. Let Feast me see this. June 16th. You don't even know. He's a patron of, I think it's a he, maybe a she, birth, blind people, childbirth, disability I, people, I had blindness disabled too. people. Uh-oh, I'm going to get blindness as well. So have you ever heard of that? That's our podcast is blind, running blind. L-U-T-G. Um, oh, yeah, Lagardis. <laughs> is, that, is that legit? Or I have you just... no idea. I just made that up. Yeah. <laughs> Click uh, choose any saint on there, Father Jerry. Okay, the uh, the bottom? Yep. Choose any saint. Choose Where a new saint. That? Okay, choose a new saint. Find a saint. Here we go. <laughs> what? I guess it doesn't specify whether it's a, a woman or a man, obviously. So I've got St. Anne Line. St. Anne Linde. She is the patron of childless people. Hey, that would be <laughs> me. <laughs> and converts and widows. So St. Anne Line. Go. Interesting. Kay. That was not what I was anticipating. Matei, did you write these down? Can you make a little card for us so we remember um, these? I screenshotted you and Father Jared's, but I didn't get fa- um, Bill's. Did he write it I, down? I've though? got it. Uh, I found Beautiful. out a little bit about it. it is a female saint. She's, the again, the patron saint of the blind and physically disabled. Uh, in the 19th century, she was also taken as patron of the Flemish movement because of her inability to speak. So <laughs> I think it's a little bit ironic that, that the guy funny. that talks more than most people uh, is is got a patron saint now this month or Love this it. year. All right. Well, then we're going to do your word of the year. Oh, yeah. And Here so we go. that is wordoftheyear.me is the website to find it. So this yeah. is not a religious By the way... Uh, I mean, it's made by Jennifer Fulweiler, who's a Catholic oh. speaker and convert. Okay. Um, she used to be a coder back in the day. So, so wordoftheyear.me... Yep. Get Show me my word. Click here. Here we go. Let's see what we got here. After losing here her husband, this is my saint, she became very active in sheltering clandestine Catholic priests, which was illegal under Queen Uh-oh. Elizabeth. So, Ooh, that's interesting. That is interesting. Mine is one of the leading mystics in the 13th century. <laughs> Oof. My right. word. Ready? Your, yep. yep. Sturdy. Ooh. Sturdy. Sturdy, like a strong <laughs> foundation. Oh, Hopefully we can build some sturdy oh, budgets. You I also have think, a sturdy frame there, buddy. I, I do. I also <laughs> think uh, sturdy is a dance. Like I think in 
when we look back at 2023, I think those young kids would say they learned the, how to get sturdy. Do the sturdy? Or yeah, just get, get sturdy, sturdy, right? Well, sturdy. It's I don't get think sturdy, so. right? I have no idea. I'm, a, I'm pretty sure there's a get sturdy thing. I think, anyway. I think the kids are saying gets dirty, not get sturdy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It gets dirty. Thanks be <laughs> to God. All right, here we go. <laughs> My <laughs> inspirational word for the year. Oh, it is return. Oh. So I don't know what that's telling me. Return. <laughs> Re- it's what my wife would like to do on, on me most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Tom and Patty Mayer, right. here's your son back. <laughs> Here we go, Jennifer. What do you got for me? My inspirational Oh, what? Your word is less. L-E-S-S. Huh. Less. Humility. Huh. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, nice. I'm pre- are you sure that wasn't actually supposed to be for Bill? <laughs> <laughs> if it was me, it'd be the gym. <laughs> less Bill. Less weight. Right. Less, less weight. Less, less yeah. ego. So word of the less year. Less eating. Less words. Word of the year was by uh, um, Jennifer Fulweiler. Fulweiler. Yeah. Um, comedian, right? This yeah, one? she's a comedian yeah. and author and a convert. Talk, she used to be a, or she uh, a atheist and... Converted to the faith. Oh, she has a podcast too. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's she actually award? on Catholic radio. Has she, has or, she won any uh, awards? What is the satellite radio station? XM. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. The awards. I missed you on that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. We'll check out your. Is it Saint of the Year? Saint of the Year and your Word of the Year. So awesome. We're gonna start off 2024 sturdy. <laughs> Less. In return. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on. Let's move on to topic number three: Saints Among Us. Let's talk about the Saints Among Us. So who did you guys see or encounter this week uh, or recently? uh, Who's living out God's call for all of us to live? I'm going to go ahead and start, if you don't mind, since you're uh, messing with the thermostat over there. Yes. So I kind of forgot about introducing. <laughs> it's like, uh, He's like, I'm hot. I'm I gotta to do something about this. Uh, I got a couple things. So one is, uh, hey, Jeff, well, Jeff, will you want to get started? I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead and go. So uh, we've had an interim principal this year at Sacred Heart and Colby, and we just uh, working with Father Brian have uh, offered a, a candidate, and they've accepted. And so Troy Langdon will be our new principal at Sacred Heart. Colby, he will finish the year uh, in his current role, where he's superintendent and elementary principal in Osborne, Kansas. So we're really excited to add him to our team here uh, with our Catholic schools in the diocese. Also, a quick saint among us went to Tipton right before Christmas, do a school visit. And went to go get some Tipton sausage at the grocery store. Before I left, walk in, and the owner said, "It's already paid for." We had a few calls to say what you pick up, they put on their tab. Now I also want to know I had Bishop with me. I don't think anybody was going to call to pay for my sausage, but somebody paid for Bishop's, and That's I got cool. two pounds of Tipton sausage. So nice. I just think you know if you've ever gone through drive-through and paid for somebody's coffee behind you, those type of those pay it forward things, it's pretty awesome. That is cool. So that is awesome. cool. All right, Bill, your turn. All right, uh, my saint among us uh, works at TMP in the cafeteria, Linda Corby. Um, so what Linda did is she won one of those, you know, that Knights of Columbus where every day of Advent they pull a prize, and she won $260, and uh, she just immediately gave that to, uh, actually to the basketball team, to go shop for uh, Christmas gifts for the angel tree. And so our basketball kids went out there. We, we normally do that with basketball anyway, and she just wanted that money to go to that, and so we, we took what she won and went and uh, bought a bunch of gifts for the angel tree. And so, you know, it's just one of those deals, like at Christmas time, you win some money, most people put that into something, and she's just like, now let's 
find someone to give that to. And so really cool deal. I, I will say, I mean, obviously good for the boys who go out and shop for those, you know, Christmas tree or those the angels and all that stuff that they usually do. Maybe they use their own money. But when they see someone else give them money so that they can go do that, like that's hopefully going to plant that seed of what when they're an adult they will do later is, is give to good causes like that. So Yeah, so kind of a neat deal. Must have cool. been your wife's idea to buy things for no. Oh, was your idea? Okay. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Um, mine would be, so my shout out, uh, last episode I talked a little about, I give Catholic and Alan Holdren, uh, another, another big piece of that would have been, uh, and, and beyond that actually is, uh, is Cornerstone, uh, and Joe Walter, who, uh, is, uh, one of the members of Cornerstone that, that, uh, foundation has, uh, I know there's sort of different. Uh, people may have heard of it. Uh, it's a foundation that is specifically dedicated to the upkeep and, and care for our school and be on behalf of and working with our parish. And so those guys that are a member of that board are some of the most involved guys in the parish life uh, in so many ways that they are constantly doing stuff as far as ministries and, and have a hand in so much in our parish and in our school. And so... Um, yeah, just uh, the reality of they did some fundraising on our behalf without even getting compensated for it type of thing. Like they're not, uh, a lot of the fundraising that has happened up to this point is without without direct compensation. And so, I mean, it's been a huge benefit to us. And so just, uh, yeah, just a good shout out to Cornerstone and the work that uh, Joe Walter has also been doing with them. So if Father Jarrett, not to before we go on to the next one, can you talk a little bit about, just because you talked about your parish and great things going on, can you visit about the relics coming? Like when they'll be there, what's coming? And Yeah, so we have a, a relic of St. Padre Pio um, that is is actually, so the, the gentleman who is apparently, I don't know how many relics of St. Padre Pio he has, but he's trying to establish them within uh, different churches as either dedicated chapels or having a space dedicated to the veneration of that relic. Uh, and it's a temporary thing. So we're receiving it for a temporary period of time. We don't exactly know how long that will be, uh, at least more than a year, perhaps, you know, even, uh, more than perhaps even up to 10 years. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the length of time at this point, but, uh, so that's going to be, there'd be a little sort of prayer of installation within the context of our, uh, celebration on January 7th. So which, that's, that's when we'll be there. Yes. Okay. So now this podcast has to go out before January 7th, but and <laughs> anyway, uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's the plan. Um, and yeah, there's certain stipulations with it in terms of like, he has kind of a whole sheet of things that have to be done in terms of both protecting, taking care of it, but then also allowing it to be an opportunity for both pilgrimage from around the diocese. And then also other parishes can like borrow it or whatever for, for rites or prayer services and that kind of stuff. So you should also talk about the other places that he picked, like the other four, because I just think it's really crazy that, that he boy, picked Kansas yeah, is one somewhere of in Kansas. Yeah. Cause we're actually, do you know the four? L.A. I don't have them on the top of my head. L.A., Dallas, yep. Chicago, New York. I don't know. They're like really big places. And then he just picked somewhere in Kansas. Well, he wanted that's... something that was close to the close to the center. And it's actually, I mean, we're 40 minutes from the geographical center of the United States. Um, 
And so right out right north of Lebanon, Kansas. That's where yeah, that's where it is, is right near Lebanon. So um so that was I think part of the motivation for sure. So uh, pretty awesome. Which is cool. That's why we're so special. Yeah. I thought it was Father Andrew. Yeah, well, so yeah. Special. I mean obviously that's the first piece. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Father Andrew. Sorry, Thanks I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> it is absolutely. Uh so anyway, yeah, that's uh those are are a couple of uh Cool things going on. You're so busy. How do you make time to host a podcast? Well, I mean, success builds on success, and it was award-winning. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I don't really have anything on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, success builds All right. Success. It's time for topic number four. Let's grow. Let's grow. All right. What, what have you recently read or watched that you would recommend to others? So... You two look like you might need to think a little bit. I know we don't have a camera in there, but they're both pondering something. So I wrote mine down because I'm pretty pumped. I just finished uh, Father Mike Schmidt's Catechism in a Year and stayed on track every day um, so that like when I woke up, just kind of had a routine and um, it's hard to wonder what to do with that 20 minutes each morning. So I'm working on adding some some more prayer time in my life each morning instead of because I used to just fill it with sports radio in the morning which I didn't even need to hear about. So Catechism of the Year, I've, I've learned a lot, and it's been really good for me. So, Father Jarrett? Um, <clears throat> we, so I don't know if people have heard of this. Uh, there's a, a very popular uh, priest who does a podcast. Um, his name is Father Mike Schmitz. It's called Catechism in a Year. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> I just finished that podcast. Did you so, stay on task all the time? No. Or not, not on task, but on schedule. No, not at all. Okay. I had to catch up multiple weeks, um, but like right up to the new year, I was right on. Right so, on like, there. So. would you ever have to like listen to like four in a day? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I typically only listen to it in my car, and so if I'm not driving, but then if I do have like a long trip, I listen nonstop. So I'll get like ten episodes in. Um, oh man, yeah, I'm overwhelmed at times when I listen <laughs> just to catch up. So I didn't get beyond like two weeks behind. So did you ever fast forward to the beginning when he's like, "Welcome to a"? Oh yeah, I never listened to the first part. Yeah, yeah, I don't listen. I fast forward. Save myself ninety seconds. Well, because he says the same thing. Like Mm -hmm. he introduces it, but then it's like the same thing as his reflection on. Which I'm sure all of our listeners fast forward through me saying, "Welcome back to season three, episode (laughs) ten. So yes, yes, I do that too. All right, Bill. What have you watched or read recently? Oh, wait, I'm not oh, you done. you got something else? I was just a joke, actually. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to say the exact same thing as you. Oh. Um, but now I forgot what I was going to say. So, Bill, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, so, I can't find the title of it, but uh, there's uh, Dr. Riches who teaches at Benedictine. He taught our Christology and Mariology class. He wrote a book, and I cannot remember the title of it, but uh, it was fantastic. One of the things that he did really, really well, uh, both in the class and then also um, in his book, is he... Uh, helped us to better understand, you know, Christology is all about studying, like, you know, there's high Christology, low Christology, the humanness or the divineness, um, and then you get all the heresies and you learn about how to defend, and especially like Marianology, a lot of times it's the defending the dogmas, um, but he did a great job in explaining who the person of Christ is, so if you were to go introduce Christ to somebody, you feel like you could better help them to describe and understand who that person is, um, and and I just thought it was a really, really great approach to how to go evangelize to others, 
not so much out of like our defensiveness of of all the teachings of the church, but out of like you really want to meet this person. You will love being in their presence. You will love when they look at you, when they talk to you, that, those sort of things. So I thought that was a really neat approach to uh, to those things. That's interesting because the reality of <clears throat> we just celebrated the the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, and January first, and so the reality of how Mary is her position in the Catholic Church is intimately united to the response to heretical teaching about who Jesus is. And that's, I think people are confused about that in many ways. They're like, oh, Catholics worship Mary, or they put too much focus on Mary, and the reality of her role is absolutely clarity for Christology in terms of who Jesus is and what we can say about Christ and that kind of thing. That's just what yeah, no, my that's, mind that's went great. to when you were talking about. That's a great about. statement. So, so then did you well, think about you, your... <laughs> thank you, Did you think about your... Other? I did, yeah. So it's called... Uh, I think it's called Peace in the Storm, and it's a commentary on uniformity with God's will, which is a, a book by a little little booklet by Saint Alphonsus Liguori, uh, and it's written by a guy who's Catholic who writes I, who writes books. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but uh, anyway, it's a really solid book because uniformity with God's will is really solid by Saint Alphonsus, and it's kind of a slap in the face, but it's called. Peace in the Storm, and uh, I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I don't know the author or the name of the book, but it's good. But you so you it. go find a book written by a guy <laughs> <laughs> that has a title, okay, but we don't know I what it is. I can look it up for later. We'll, we'll have it for you later. I'll update you. We'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> all right. All right, so all me. Let's move on to our uh, mystery envelope question. Are all of these still Susan's? All of these. So we've oh, got man. a... She'll take us at least maybe through season three, possibly into season four. If we're around for season <laughs> four. If we're not canceled Depending yet. when we just start it. We just typically just start a new season yeah. whenever we want. I've so. always wondered, like, when do we break our way? I mean, the Beatles didn't last forever, right? Yeah. Go off on our own. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to answer this one first. Well, uh, we'll read it first before you answer. Is there a song whose lyrics speak to you? Mary, did you know? Oh, no. uh, we just talked about <laughs> I that. I just last got episode. that song out of my head. <laughs> that is not accurate. I was just kidding. Uh, that song's lyrics do not speak to me. But is there a song whose lyrics do speak to you? Hmm. I've got one if you don't have yeah, one. Yeah, go. Uh, the one that always speaks to me, and I'd love it, is Seeky First. Mm. And it's a good one for me, too, because it's so easy to be reminded of or chasing all sorts of other stuff. And that little gentle tune of Seek Ye First, the Kingdom of God, uh, I don't know. It, it speaks to me, and it's important, and it's good. And I do like the tune of it a little bit. I know it may be a little bit wishy-washy for you, but <laughs> but uh, I like that one. I'm actually not I can I can actually it. still hear it. There, there, When I was growing up, uh, was it Salty? There was like a band... Um, it was like the P S A L T Y salty, and uh, like little kids something with it. Is this ringing any bells to you? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I'll, I'll, let me let me pull um, this up. The, like, in, yeah, you ask like I mean I think it's it's directly scriptural. Like I have I don't know all the verses, but so yeah. I can't really badmouth the song for its lyrics because it's a scriptural text, uh, or at least the first verse anyway. So. Jeff, did you have something that yeah, was... Uh, mine's not a song we sing in church, and I don't even know if it's like, it's not even the most like relevant, but I grew up with a single mom, and there was a song by a band, Everclear, and it's called Father of Mine, Tell yeah. Me Where Have You Been, like, so, and I, the whole song doesn't like ring true to me, but like, 
we don't have a dad around and this song comes out about it. Like you just like the chorus part of it's like, oh yeah, you know. So I don't know that that song, and it randomly will come up on the radio now, and it's not like it was ever a big hit or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it's still played. And there's times mm-hmm. I'll be in the car and I'm like, oh man, it still hits. So nice, still smacks as the kids say. <laughs> yeah, do the kids really say that? I, I, don't I haven't know. really I don't heard know. that. I got distracted on my answer. Uh, what song? I was listening to you guys. Song I was listening to you guys. Speaks to and you. so I don't really have one. The Eagle song. So one that really no. touches my heart is uh, the lyrics of. Uh, happy birthday. Um, <laughs> it just seems like it, it seems special every time I hear it. And so I just really love that song. Oh. <laughs> oh, like, I mean, I don't know. There's Oh, Holy Night. I mean, it's past Christmas. Oh, it's still Christmas, though. So I like Joy to the World, too. I love Oh, the that's words. a good one. I love that's honestly sometimes my Christmas homily is just taking the lyrics of songs that we've sang our entire. Who can do you guess still it? whip out the guitar? <laughs> no. Do you still whip out the guitar for I Christmas? I have, I have, and then I haven't sometimes. Huh. Uh, so, go ahead. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, that's all I got. Man, there's one more song. So there's this song called Cecilia and the Satellite. I had never heard it in my life, and it probably came out like more than ten years ago. And we lost a girl at our school in Abilene at St. Andrews to a, a car accident. She was hit by a car. Um, three years ago now, and her name was Cecilia. So the day I was going over to Abilene for like, oh, maybe the their fundraising dinner or something, and it had been a few months since Cecilia had passed, that song comes on my satellite radio as I'm driving by myself. And I'm like, I've never heard this song. And I look at what it's called and has Cecilia in the title. And now it comes on. Like, and now my son knows the girl's name was Cecilia. Like, what, like, yeah, just crazy. That's, this whole conversation is actually kind of intriguing to me in the sense that I... It makes me realize that and remember that I don't often listen to the lyrics of songs. I often it's the music that actually gets me going, and I love I love the beats and the and the instruments and the harmonies, even the vocal harmonies and their singing ability is like more significant to me than the actual lyrics of the song. So I know that, that's silly. What about it's a young, somewhat silly? That but, is definitely yeah. me. I can't yeah. tell you the lyrics. It, it gets me in trouble sometimes because I'll be listening to something that I like yeah. the and tune of and find out it's really bad. find out that it's really <laughs> I've bad. I've done that too. I'm like, did they just say that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go back and look at this Father of Mine lyrics and think, oh, man, I didn't know that's what that was about. <laughs> that's I what just, I was thinking. Is I don't know if that one's yeah. bad, but I know there's a lot of them. That I can't I'm, sing. I can't play any instrument. But like music, there are certain songs that like, you know, when I hear it, I think of a friend or I think of a moment or a basketball game or something. I'm like, oh, yeah. man, yeah. I, that makes me think of a song that we changed the lyrics to, which was My Wish. Uh, is that what it's called? Um, yeah. My, My Rascal Flash. wish for you is a cop that is blue. Um, Did you say my fish? <laughs> my fish for you. For yeah, you is a carp yeah. that is blue. Yeah. Yeah, we wrote In that. another world, you're just world out, or what is it, Al Yankovitz or whatever? <laughs> Weird Al. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. That's the only time I listen to lyrics is when I'm rewriting them. So we're we're all around the same age, not Matea. Matea, are you 25, 26? 26. 26. Mm-hmm. Did you guys go through like a 90s gangster rap phase? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like okay. who? Like who'd you live? Naughty by Nature was my first album, uh, which the hip hop hooray. Oh. oh, yeah. That's a good Bill. Yeah. Tom I, was not, I guarantee you played yeah. one little Dr. Dre and Tom yeah, thumped you upside the head. I didn't get into any of the rap stuff until later. Uh, so definitely not like that 90s I definitely listened to Eminem growing up because my dad loved Eminem. Oh, man. Yeah, it was either The Chronic by Dre oh. or Naughty, Naughty by Nature, and I ended up going with Naughty by Nature. And, uh, I was like in a, yeah, 
Tupac, like, and I like, I am far from a gangster, even knowing what tough is, but like the tough streets. Of I just love the songs. I just love Tupac. Inappropriate lyrics. I was yeah. Say, <laughs> this is your superintendent. Don't worry. Yeah, and <laughs> one of the pastors. Of, <laughs> and one uh, of the pastors yeah. of the church that's getting yeah. hey, we have relics. We it was. I took a class at K State. Had to get a fine arts credit and elective, and it was the history of music taught by like an assistant band professor, and uh, Darren Sproul sat next to me in that class, uh, but. We started with like American Revolution and some hymnals, and then finished with like '90s gangster rap. Like, just went through the spectrum of like music in America. Yeah, I took a class, same class, but at Fort Hayes, we actually went even further back and talked about uh, the evolution through the Catholic Church with one voice, multiple voices, words. I mean, it was just it was it was fascinating actually to learn about how tied history is with that stuff, but then also. Speaking uh, in church and singing, what is the song that like sometimes like you're just you're singing it, but then someone else will will add stuff on like it's in it too, man. Like uh, sometimes the pre like Father Kevin will do it sometimes like add his own like a descant. You have oh, to like tell har- me what a descant like is. Like harmonize or they'll. Oh. I think you're thinking of like a descant. Father Kevin adds in a descant, which is like a separate line that somebody yeah, else sings. Yeah, like uh, what is one of the songs that does it a lot? Like doesn't Sanctuary have? Some uh, like a death yeah. chant that people will sing on like the Lord yeah. prepare me. Yeah, so they'll sing over Sanctuary. the top of it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a death chant. So, would it be uncalled for if I just added one whenever I wanted to? This, everybody else is singing, and I'm like, I feel like this needs one if, right at this if you're moment. Singing, I have a feeling you're adding a line that has never been heard before. Oh, anyways, I feel is... so bad because I can't <laughs> read music. I do not know what all the little lines even mean, so I just rely on the people around me. To yeah. sing it the right way, and then I just say the words as they go. I'm kind of anti-descant in general, uh, just because it tends to be a. I mean, if it's being sung as a performance and a and there's a soloist and that kind of thing, like or a choir, that's one thing. But as far as congregational singing, <laughs> it's sort of the opposite of the idea of congregational you singing. Correct. Yeah, I was get, like, together. I would never add my own. Like that would be horrifying. That would me, be hilarious. Yeah. Now, now, in all fairness, though, there's probably people out there that are just trying to praise God with music, and that's what they feel, yeah. and glorify Him, so I'll represent the other side of it just a little bit. Yeah, I disagree with you. In general, I understand the unity and those sort of things, but I, I just know there are some people that just sing because they praise in God. And well, yeah, sing the words and the lyrics along with well, everyone else. I just think no one, you gotta, no one I, I know is Why do you have to separate lyric? yourself from the... From the uh, that's what I struggle with. I give like, you're highly musical. Like you can be emotionally tied in what if singing it's, with What if people. it's the cantors doing it? It's like a part of the... Yeah, I'm not going to get frustrated if, or okay. whatever. I if, think it's when it's within a congregation, congregation, it's not like written in or it's just like a di- added to I it. I think there are people thing. that are highly musical that have a hard time just singing a regular melody. It just... It's either boring or weird. Most of my melodies know. are unchained melodies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good point. Tupac, you, guys, you guys realize, unchained. yeah, we got from Tupac to... Yeah, unchained melodies. Unchained just, melody right there. We just spent 20 minutes talking about our... Uh, our yeah, mystery, we lost every one of our listeners. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's bring it back with a prayer. Very good. Well, yeah, well, let's call our prayer warriors first, right? Well, yeah. Oh, I thought that's what he was asking. Oh, okay. He was just segueing into for, it, man. praying for people who sing in mass. All right. <laughs> Time to call our prayer warriors. It's time to rally the prayer warriors. What are some things you see across our diocese, our world, our, um, you know, our state that you guys have in your prayers? Bill. 
Uh, even though obviously it's none of us in here that are, are doing New Year's resolutions, there are a lot of people that are going to try to change something significantly in their life and are you know uh, going to try to do some resolutions. So let's send them uh, some prayers that they're, they have some uh, fortitude and the ability to stick through with what they're uh, trying to do in 2024 and they can better themselves in whatever way they want to. Awesome. Uh, mine's going to be a classroom teacher at one of our schools who uh, had a, a tumor in their brain removed and uh, pray for, for healing and, and recovery for her. Father Jarrett? Yeah, mine's a healing and recovery prayer, but I mean, for all uh, individuals who might be undergoing serious surgeries, we just had a student, uh, Grant Goodacre, who had a open heart surgery, and so he could still use some prayers. Thankfully, he's back home now, and it seems as though everything was successful. There was a little hiccup uh, in the recovery process, but uh, doing well now, so... Just realizing, obviously, how how that can always take a turn, and and yeah, so definitely praying for those intentions as well. So, thank you, Father Jared. Our first closing prayer of twenty twenty four on yes. three bald guys. This prayer is called "Be Our Light for the New Year." We pray in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, be our light, our guide, and our comforter, our strength, our courage, and our sanctifier. May this new year be a time of deep spiritual growth for us, a time of welcoming your graces and gifts, a time for forgiveness and unconditional love, a time for growing in virtue and goodness. Come Holy Spirit, be with us today and always. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Hope everybody has a great 2024, and remember to check out your Saint of the Year.